Let us pray. Gracious God, we ask you to speak to our hearts. We ask you, your Holy Spirit, to give us the ability to surrender all, not just some, but all to you. In Jesus' holy name, amen. I drive a 2007 uh, Honda Civic. I am the most impatient, judgmental person ever. When I've been in traffic where a car has broken down, I scoff. You're going to find out bad things about me. <laughs> I scoff and I think, why weren't they taking more care of this car? Why didn't they pay attention to the maintenance of this car? so that this would not happen and I would not be stuck behind this. Now I'm stuck. I take pride in getting my oil changed on time. I take pride on writing uh, everything down that, uh, that has been maintained on my car, getting new tires, even though sometimes Mike says, you don't need tires yet. But as a female driving alone, I wanna be protected. As a female, I think, um, I want to take care of my car so I'm not stuck somewhere. So I take pride in it, and I look over, and I see somebody pushing their car. They, just a couple weeks ago, I saw uh, two guys, and this is going to sound terrible. Please forgive me for this. Two guys um, pushing a car, and I think if they were female, it wouldn't happen because they would be more conscious of safety. Thank you for laughing with me. I thought you'd throw tomatoes for me saying that. But I take pride in it, and I always make sure my, my phone is charged, and I make sure that everything is, is uh, kept up. <clears throat> Friday. Oh, boy, this is going to sound bad. Friday, my battery light comes on. And I'm thinking, but my car is still running. I can still drive. It's still running. I thought it would just, like, if something was going to happen, it would just break down right then. And I'm thinking, all right, the battery light is on. And I called, I um, pulled over, called Mike, and I said, what do I do? The battery light is on. Just get home, and we'll take a look at it. So I pull in. I shut the car off. And I'm thinking, if it's, if it's really that bad, the car won't start um, again. Well, it started up, and I thought, I'm good, I'm clear. Maybe it was just a, the car is a 2007. Maybe it was just a, a, a wire that crossed or something that's going on. These little things happen in cars. Um, when I first bought the car, about a year later, my um, electric windows and, and doors wouldn't work, and I never got that fixed, because that's not a safety issue. So I thought it was one of those things where the light went off for some reason, and I'm thinking I'm home free. So yesterday morning, I, um, I'm coming to the leprechaun pancake breakfast, and the car is, uh, starts right up. The battery light comes on. I'm like, yeah, but the car is still running. So I, I feel like if something, I truly was thinking this. I feel like if something were to happen, the car would sputter and die. But I got to church and uh, had a great time with the, with the green pancakes and all the uh, volunteers. And I'm thinking, I'm going to go visit a, um, a dear friend from the church. And I turn the key over, and it starts, and the battery light is on. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go see my friend here, and uh, then I'll get home, and then I'll call AAA. 
as I'm driving, all the lights come on. My ABS, right? Yes, that's how I'm thinking. My AB, the, it says ABS, and I'm like, do I even have brakes? I'm getting anxiety just thinking about this. Do I even have brakes? So every now and then, to I'm sure the people in back of me love me at this point, I'm testing my brakes to see if, if I would be able to stop. And uh, I, so I'm driving very slowly, and I thought if I could just make it um, up here, I'll get home and I'll, and I'll get it taken care of. Well, all the lights are on. The airbag light is on, and I'm starting to panic going, but my brakes are still working. I'm able to slow the car, <laughs> and the car is still going. Maybe it's uh, something in the, uh, it, that, that crossed wires. I'm not very bright sometimes, but um, so I'm, I'm going up and I, I start to feel the car. I'm in the middle of, I'm at the intersection of 926 and 322. And by the way, this is an aside. I always thought that part of uh, 202 was 202. I didn't know that it became 322. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm calling Mike and I, later on and, and I said, I'm at 202, but it's actually 322. But so I'm at that intersection, and I'm going, if I could just get through this light, I'll pull over into that, uh, whatever that shopping center is, and I'll be fine. Well, the light's a little too long. All of a sudden, bam, the car dies in the middle of, not in the middle, but I'm, I'm in the lane. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to turn it over. There's a little mini market, if you know that area, there's a little mini market right there, gas station and the CVS across the way, but there's a little mini market there, and I am thinking, I am exactly what I scoffed at. And I am trying to turn it over, and I put my hazards on, and by the grace of God, no one is beeping at me. I would have been like, mm. But, um, so I turn around, and I'm telling all the cars, I'm, it was a scene. I'm telling all the cars, I'm so sorry, and I sprint over to the mini market, and I say to the guy in there, my car is broken down, can you help me push it? <laughs> yes. So I'm not sure, he, he's a little bit looking at me like this, and he goes, where's the car? And I said, out there. In retrospect, I'm thinking, he probably thinks it's a ruse, like I'm going to have him pull out, and then my my uh, homies are going to come in and rob the place. And I'm thinking that he's probably thinking that. So he comes out by the grace of God. Another person comes in this van, comes racing out. Two guys are, are there. And they're trying to tell me what to do. And I'm putting it in neutral and they're pushing it back. A third guy comes out of nowhere. And he's pushing me back. And I am just so humbled so humbled by this experience. And I kept, I, I was at the verge of tears and I kept saying, you are my angels. You are my angels. So the other, the other guy had to get back into the store. I don't know where the other guy went because he was an angel. He, he flew off somewhere when he knew I was safe. But the other guy stayed with me. He said, do you have jumper cables? I do. I actually do. And he helped me scrubbing off the corrosion on my battery. Uh, I have a lot of work to do when I get home after this. But, um, but I'm thinking to myself, I now have to surrender all of those negative parts of myself. That impatience that came back to bite me. That judgment that has come back to bite me. Because now I'm the one that needs my car pushed in the middle of traffic, when everybody has to be held up by me. 
these angels came out. And I had still had Mike on the phone because he's going, uh, uh, what's going on now? And I'm thinking, out of nowhere, these guys came. They could have just been like, oh, well, I'm sure she has a cell phone. She'll be fine. They came out of nowhere. And I am so grateful and humbled and surrendering in my mind these negative aspects of myself that how dare I judge somebody else? How dare I get so angry and scoff about somebody else's problem because I think I'm too good for that to happen to me. That is my surrendering as I was driving, as I was driving home. The, the guy, it was cute because as an aside, it was a leprechaun breakfast and the guy was Irish and he had this cute little Irish brogue. And I almost said, hey, you know, I was coming from an, I don't think he was in the mood for, so I didn't get into how I just came from a uh, leprechaun pancake breakfast. Jesus is emptying himself. Jesus is surrendering himself in the garden. Jesus is at Gethsemane in prayer. Not my will, but your will be done. He is surrendering his will to his fathers. He is about to surrender his life so that we are in right relationship with our almighty God, so that we are reconciled. Christ is in agony during this time. It is said that he was sweating blood, and I was, re I was looking that up. It's a condition. I don't know if, uh, how many nurses or doctors are in here. Uh, if I have this right, hemat hematodrosis. Oh, nobody, okay. Uh, hematodrosis, if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, in extreme mental dis... Oh, you are. <laughs> I'm like, you're the nurse. She's like, I've never heard that word. In extreme mental distress... Our fight or flight response occurs and blood vessels hemorrhage. Have you ever heard of that? Not really. Listen, if you fall down on the floor and you have a baby on your back. Okay. Other than that. Okay. <laughs> she got nothing. So this occurs because of blood vessels when we are so distressed. He knows he is about to take the sins of the world on. Past, present, future, all of it. Taking on my impatience, taking on my judgment, taking all the things about me, myself, and all of us. Imagine Jesus Christ who is fully human. He's not half, half human and half divine. He is fully human. And he is about to face the wrath of sin for all of eternity to reconcile us so that our God can have a relationship with us. How about that for surrender? How about that for surrender? In our frail humanness, it is a process. It is a process because I'll tell you what, I know I'm judgmental. I know I'm impatient. And I have been, uh, I, I, it's been at the forefront of me for a long time. And when we do walk to Emmaus, we do a nailing of, of those to the cross. And I think, good, I've given it over to God. And then I walk out of there and I'm judging the next person or I'm impatient because of traffic. It is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes time and it takes sacrifice to surrender these things 
to surrender what we must in order to take away the uh, blockades that come between our God and us and our relationship. If it wasn't a process, I would have been freed from impatience and judgment a long time ago. It's a process. And I was, when I was researching about prayer of surrender, I'm thinking, I wonder what prayers of surrender are out there. What, what is a prayer of surrender? And what kept coming up were novenas. Our Catholic brothers and sisters have it right. It's a prayer of surrender, which includes a novena. I don't know if you're aware, uh, most of you are aware of that, but novena, nine days. So it's a nine-day prayer. That's a process. Is it not? It's not, just, uh, it's not just me saying, dear God, please take away my impatience and please let me surrender this and not be so judgmental. It's a process. And there's a mantra that happens too. Jesus, every time they say a prayer, every time there's a prayer said, there is Jesus, I surrender this to you. Um, over and over, the next day, saying that same prayer. So it's a process. It's a process for me to be aware of my impatience, to be aware of my judgment. And boy, was I aware of it yesterday. Boy, was I aware of it. It takes time to surrender these things. So when we think about the things that we must surrender, and it doesn't happen right away, you need to have mercy on yourself because your heavenly father has mercy on you. He knows our human frailties. Inside your bulletin is a uh, card that says, I surrender. I surrender my, own, my unknowns. Am I consumed with the unknown? I ask myself these questions. Am I consumed with the unknown? My future, I'm, I'm surrendering my future. Am I fretting about things to come that haven't happened? Am I fretting about what may happen or what may not happen? My shortcomings, my shortcomings, and impatience and judgment are not my only shortcomings, but those are my biggest. I must surrender that. My life. Am I leaving worship and just picking up my old ways? Are my hands in the air and I'm saying, yes, Jesus. And then I walk out of here and I say, come on, I got to get out. Come on, move. <laughs> I'm impatient now. Am I picking up my old ways when I leave here? Or am I surrendering my life so that my life is given to our almighty God when Jesus Christ has gone to the cross, when he sweated blood, in order to reconcile us to our almighty God. Christ was saying, not my will, but your will be done. I think I'm okay when I'm, when I'm judging. I think I'm, I'm just uh, venting. I call it venting. And, it, and I think, I'm venting. I'm judging. How awful. I told you you'd look at me differently. I told Cindy and John, you're going to look at me differently. <laughs> not my will, but your will be done. God, not my will. Get Help me to surrender my impatience, to surrender my judgment to you. This is not your will for me, God, to be this way. And Christ realizes that his betrayer is at hand. He is going off to be 
in his Father's will to be sacrificed for our reconciliation, what do we have to surrender? This card is an excellent guide for uh, turning inward and, and, and asking the Holy Spirit to unveil to us, to reveal to us my unknowns, my future, my shortcomings, my life. Am I surrendering that to you? My, I surrender all. And one of the things that uh, I always kind of joke about, and uh, I kind of joke about the um, hymn, I Surrender All, because when we were going through this, I said to, um, to our staff, uh, uh, when we were going through the sermon series, I said, that, that song uh, is, is hard for me because I really want to, I really truly, if I'm being honest with myself, I want to sing, I surrender some. Because that's really what I'm doing. I'm surrendering some. If I'm truthful to myself, I know that I'm not surrendering all. But I need the help of the Holy Spirit to empower me, to be my companion to convict me when I am holding back that which is, is uh, keeping a um, blockade between my almighty God. I was talking to my, our, our uh, Lenten study about it too, that I, that I say, I surrender. And uh, Bev, she said, well, it, the, uh, it doesn't quite work with the rhythm of it. <laughs> we can't say I surrender some. I thought it was funny. Um, but I surrender all, and I mean it when I say it, and then I walk out of here because I, I realize that I am not allowing the Holy Spirit to work in my life the way I should be. I need to surrender all, and I will be using this. I will be using this to, to, uh, to guide myself in what to surrender, to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to me. Angels swooped in yesterday and got me out of danger and got me safely back home. The next time I am stuck behind a car, may I have the patience and the lack of judgment for what's going on in their lives. May I be a beacon of Jesus Christ who went to that cross, who sweated blood but willingly allowed God's will to come into his life. Almighty God, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you enable us to surrender that which we need to in all these areas, Almighty God. You sustain us, God, for when we want to pick up our old ways, be with us, God. Holy Spirit, indwell in us as we walk out those doors that we leave all surrender at your feet. In Jesus' name, amen. At this time, we come to our time of uh, offering.